Hi. <laughs> okay, just kidding. I'm going to actually do it now. Oh, wait. Did you actually record or no? Yes, I did push record. Okay, so should we stop? I was just going to cut it out. No. Oh, okay. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Best Friends Club. I'm Ashley. And I'm Renee. And this is season six, episode 13, the one with Rachel's sister. Which sister? The spoiled one or the one that bit her? <laughs> I thought that was so funny because then I was like, is there anything that really would lend itself to her other sister having bit her? But I guess they do talk about her having a masculine energy and she has pretty hard work. Yeah, well, she's just kind of aggressive. And so I'm sure it's just since yeah. they've never met the sisters, it's just based on stories that Rachel's told. Yeah, true. Um, the one that bit her. Daddy cut me off. Okay, never mind. <laughs> but Reese Witherspoon, love her in this. Love her in this, but we're going to wait and talk about her okay. in a little bit. We're going to start. We'll start elsewhere if that's okay. Yes, totally fine. So we'll start with Joey doing math. Oh, I Because that's how the scene opens. Yes. Um, I had actually, I'd forgotten that he was working at Central Perk at yeah. this point. Yeah. <clears throat> Um, he is working at the coffee shop. Do you want anything? Because I'm going up there. Um, <laughs> he's finally actually given into the fact that he does work there. He doesn't have to pretend like he's just going to the counter every five minutes. True. He's admitted it. But um, instead, he is now giving all of the pretty girls free food um, because they are cute. Yes. And so he's, um, I like when Gunther's like, all right. 50 bucks seems like a lot of tip money for working a shift at a coffee house. So oh, I feel no. Like that normal or too high? It feels, for like a six-ish hour shift, that feels pretty good. feels pretty normal. Oh, good. Wow. Okay. Yeah. That's a lot. Cool. Um, it's pretty good. I mean. Mind you, I'm sure they're getting there like 2.12 an hour. Right. But. I was like, it's it's really not that good. <laughs> um Yeah. Tip your baristas, guys. Um, but yeah, that feels... Well, the fact that there's a hundred that would have had to be split three right, ways. by three. That's, that sucks. Yeah, that but. does suck. Um, but Joey, it's not split three ways because Joey owes $8. <laughs> yeah. And what is so funny to me is that Joey, who never has a problem getting dates feels like he has to give things away to hit on girls but i guess he also well, thought it was actually free i think he just is realizing it's a very easy way to get dates so like that's he has true. no problem getting dates you're right but it's just like that's his new line yeah that it's just like if you do that the girls basically are just like throwing themselves at him mm-hmm. true so that's good for him i guess but um, and he is, so yeah, so Gunther's like all that free food, and he's like, well, if it's free, how come you're charging me for it? Oh, Joey! And like when he's like, we only give away free food if it's somebody's birthday, not if they came third in a modeling contest. <laughs> Which what what is even a modeling contest? Oh, I didn't think about that before. Good question. Like um, uh, <laughs> a beauty pageant things that like. Yeah, yeah, a modeling contest. Yeah, because... I don't know, is it... Yeah, I don't know. I just had that thought when he was like, what if they came in third in a modeling contest? I was like... America's Next Top Model? That's a modeling contest. Right, I guess it is, but I feel like it was like the original one, and we'd never heard of any before that. 
I mean, a modeling contest, it would just be who's the prettiest. And I think that's just called a beauty pageant. So I don't know. <laughs> Unless, like, I'm pretty Excuse sure to me, get signed scholarship up as a model. program. Excuse me. It's a <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, uh, Renee and I clearly have not been invited to any modeling contests <laughs> lately. <laughs> just lately. Just lately, just the like, modeling contests have really been uh, running dry for the thirty-five-year-olds. It's just <laughs> <laughs> lean, 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 um, lean, anyway. lean. <laughs> um. Oh. Yes, but so that's that's about it, and so then. Uh, Joey then starts giving away a bunch of birthday muffins and he's no longer authorized to do that either. That's just Joey up to being Joey. Do you, you used to work at a restaurant. Did you guys give away free food for birthdays Um, or modeling contests? I've never worked anywhere that gives free food for modeling contests. But like I said, I also haven't been invited to a lot of modeling contests. So it's hard to say. Um, I'm trying to think if the restaurant I worked at, if you got free dessert for your birthday. Um, I feel like you did. That sounds pretty standard. But yeah, I don't, I don't really know. But I don't think, I'm trying to remember. I feel like it was more like you got like a scoop of ice cream, like a non-menu uh, item dessert. It's not like yeah, you got like to like something pick pretty. your favorite. Right. Yeah. You didn't get the bananas foster. You got like nondescript vanilla ice cream with a candle well, in it. We definitely used to pretend it was people's birthdays, so we did get free dessert, remember? Um the, the, I'm not I Did you block that out? Well, I don't remember per se. Do you have any specific examples? Just being in middle school, um that basically sums it up, yeah. Okay. I mean, I'm not denying that sounds about right. I I feel like I remember having a conversation with a group of people and being like, all right, whose birthday is it tonight? (laughs) Oh, yeah. Um, I'm sure that must happen so much. I do remember my 13th birthday. We had it at the melting pot. I do remember that. And got to invite seven of my closest friends or whatever it was. And they came out. So like we, you know, ordered our fondue cheese fondue course and then our like mean meat and veg main course for mm-hmm. fondue melting pots of fondue restaurant um and and i thought it was so fancy and then they came out with this like it was like a cd made out of chocolate and it had like yeah. a strawberry on it and it was like oh cool Ooh, and then CD. when we got the bill i know how like how like 1998 but um when the bill came out it they charged us for oh the my <laughs> And my dad was like, hey, like, we didn't order this. They just brought it out for your birthday and then charged us for it. Like, <laughs> that's really 15 funny. bucks or something. That's like a mini bar where they're like, well, we brought it. It's not our fault you ate it. <laughs> it was just for yes. you to look at. <laughs> yeah, it was weird because it was like, you can't just like bring things out and then be like, I don't know, whatever. And I'm sure dad's still probably mad about that one. But, um, Yes, I have only, let's see, I was a lifeguard and we didn't give away anything free for birthdays. You gave away life. At, we, we we gave away freedom and life. Um, and then what else did we, I worked at J. Crew and we didn't give away anything for birthdays. Although I'm sure if you had like a credit card or something, you got, I don't know, 10%. Yeah. 
there's don't only, know, don't care, the don't only remember. good um, birthday perks that I know of now are Jenny's ice cream. If you live somewhere where there's a Jenny's ice cream, <sighs> um, they do free ice cream on your birthday. And I'm here to tell you, if you already knew about that, did you know that you can get the most amount of ice cream that they offer in a single serving, which is three scoops? It's normally like Whoa. $11 at Jenny's. You can get that for free on and your birthday. Jenny's is so good. It's so good. I'd I, walk back to Chicago for three <laughs> scoops of that. We actually just recently got free Jenny's because they opened a new location and they were giving away ice cream all night. Once again, Lucky. three scoops. Wow. Yeah. That's so nice. Smart, though. I think it's good to give away things to hook people. Like oh, cows. yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of what else uh, for free. I think in Chicago, there's a donut place that used to give away free donuts on your birthday. But I don't think it was like a bunch. I think it was one donut. I don't yeah. really remember. Sephora gives you a birthday gift. Oh, that's nice. Madewell gives you like 5% off. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say some places do that like 5 Like honestly, if, I'm like, if it's 10%, you're basically just saving me tax, which yeah. isn't really doing much for no. me. 5%. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks. Really going all out for my birthday. Yeah. Um, okay. Hey, if you guys out there are listening and you know of any, please let us know on the socials at Best mm. Friends Club Podcast um, on Instagram if you know of any cool birthday free birthday perks and we will share them because yes. I'd love to hear about that. We'd love to share the share the goodness and the wealth. Yes. Um, okay. So also what's going on, I love this part. I forgot this was this episode. Monica comes home because they sent her home sick. And they're like, oh, sorry, sweetie. And she's like, I'm not sick. Oh, my gosh. It's so good. I love that it's so funny. she sees Rachel saying, I'm sorry, you're sick, as like a threat or like an insult. Um, it's just so funny to me. Like, she... I don't know. She got sent home because she was sick and because someone acknowledged it. I'm not sick. I'm like, okay. So my boss at my client is incredibly old school style of management to the point where one of the guys I work with was like, I just feel like being like, hey, the 1980s are calling and they want their management style back. Mm. Like it's very command and control. It's very like every time somebody is not in the office and is dialed in, he has to make a comment. Like a passive aggressive, like, oh, couldn't bother to be here in person. Okay. You know, like yeah. he when like all the time he refuses to add like conference call, like Teams links to mm. meetings because he's like, no, 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 this needs to be in person. We just need to figure it out. Like he's just so like that. Mm-hmm. Um, he was sick a couple weeks ago. And was it last week? Maybe it was last week. So his boss sent him home and he like, had a little tantrum about it basically like got all hurt and sad because he got sent home and so he was like gross he was like coughing and like sneezing and sniffling all over the place and so like yeah so his boss was like I don't want to see you get out of here he came in for meetings anyway though he like went home and then like the next day I was like oh he got sent home and I was like well we have an hour and a half meeting later today that he said he's going to be here for and he was, I had to sit in an hour and a half meeting room in, in a room with him and I got sick like Aww. later that day. It might not have been from him though, because like later that day I was like, oh, I do not feel good. Well, he was you know? probably and dusting so be... it around the office all week. <clears throat> That's true. 
And so I'm, I don't know if you can tell, but like, I'm still, I've got a box of tissues You're next to me. Sick. I'm, I'm not Come on, sick. you big I have faker. no problem. I, <laughs> I have no problem claiming to be sick. I get sick a lot less than I used to actually. But um, yeah, and like Ben and I went on a holiday this weekend and I was like, freaking thanks. Like now I'm sick for my holiday weekend, which always happens, you know, like, but yeah, he was, he's, he was so like watching this and watching Monica, I was like, oh yeah, I know this person. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I actually was saying, and you guys probably won't feel the benefit of this as much in New Zealand because you guys didn't have as much COVIDs as we did. Um, but I was like, hopefully this shows, because you know, when people were like, well, at least around here, people would be like, I don't know if I should come. Like I have a tickle in my throat or I have a, you know, I've been coughing. I don't want to come and get everybody sick because it might be COVID, where the actual answer is, if you think you're sick, don't give it to me. Yeah. I also feel like whenever you try to just like push through it, yeah. like I find sicker longer. if I feel like I'm, exactly. I was going to say, if, if I feel like I have a cold coming on, if I just like, you know what, I'm just going to stay home and drink water and sleep. Yeah. Like you're usually better in a couple of days. I know that not everybody can do that though. But um, it'd be nice if they could. Yeah. Um, yeah, you were also saying that, like, there was no flu this year. Oh, which um, Matt got a tetanus shot. <laughs> um, what? Well. Are you a little old for that? Tetanus? Tetanus is from, like, rusty metal. You're never too old for rusty I- metal. Well, I thought you got a tetanus shot like when you were younger and then you got a tetanus booster and so then you never needed it You're again. You're supposed to get them like every 10 years or the thing is, is that uh, if you have a tetanus shot to start with, if you stepped on a rusty nail right now, you would just need to go to the hospital and get another shot, but you'd be get the more booster. likely to okay. be fine because you already had one to start with. But um, well, he actually, our cat scratched him and it got infected and so we had to get antibiotics, but while he was there, he was getting a tetanus made an appointment for a tetanus shot anyway the nurse at the like cvs minute clinic was telling him that the flu this year is gonna be bonkers because it like didn't get a chance to sow its wild oats last year (laughs) because people weren't around each other and so it's gonna be a real bad flu season two years worth of pretty much yeah all like yeah stocked up yep um, you know what? Maybe that is what we're seeing here in New Zealand because a lot of people have been getting yeah. like it wasn't just my cranky old school boss. Yeah. Um which hi, if hi. Listening. um <laughs> it was he's not cranky, but he was cranky that he had to go home. But um yeah, apparently and like, you know, that kinda happens. Like kids give it to each other at school yeah. and then everybody else gets it, I think is how that happens. But like there have been a lot of people sick over the last few weeks at work. And so maybe it is partially because this time last year we were all still working from home. Yep. Which this time last year was winter is what I mean yeah. by that. Oh, yeah. You guys are probably just getting a nice flu flu booster. Um, but yeah, I hate the flu. It's the worst. I'd rather not get it. But anyway... I love that Monica's like, I'm not it does sick. suck, doesn't it? It does. Yeah, I like, well, I like when she's like, let's do something crazy. And Chandler's like, I know, let's rest and drink plenty of fluids. <laughs> and that she's trying to like seduce him to prove that she's not sick. It's just so funny to me. Yeah, what's that about? I think it is like, just her trying to think she's not sick and that 
she is not a weakling or a pansy. And we don't think you're a pansy, but we do think you need a tissue. <laughs> um, yeah. And so I do love this part when she's like, come on, we're two healthy people in the prime of life. And he's like, I'd like to stay in the prime of life. <laughs> the prime of life. Um, yes. And so then she keeps trying. If I'm going to bed, you're going in there with me. Um, and so she, yes, is just a hot mess. And um, and so finally she comes out like, Chandler, I'm sick. Rub this Vicks Vapo rub on my chest. And he's like, nah, you're not going to get me that way. So she's like, oh, what? I'm not trying to get you. And so then she's rubbing it on her chest and it works. He's very turned on. And he's like, come on, you big faker. Let's I know. go mix it up. Let's mix it up. He, I mean, Monica's a genius because he is just such an easy catch, you know? Oh, gosh. Like, yeah. you can. He's a very easy sell. Yeah. Like, you could have seen that from a mile away. He just, it takes almost nothing. I mean, the fact that they gave up their apartment to see Rachel and Monica kiss for one minute, you know? <laughs> I mean, seriously. I like... That. What dummies, you know? And that he would even believe her. <laughs> you know. <clears throat> but I forgot about that one. Apparently he didn't want to avoid it that bad because he goes in there and mix it up. No, he was mixing it up. Quite an easy sell he was. Mm-hmm. Um, Yeah, so then... That's that's that. So then she went and she, I like went at the end when she's like, worked like a charm. So she knew what she was doing. Oh, for sure. But Monica trying to like be, I don't know. Like, it's not even her being in charge, but just like she's such a control freak. It's just so funny that she would want to pretend like she wasn't sick. I know I'm bad, but I'm not that bad. No, I don't think you're that bad. You do you have a problem? Like, do you feel at all weird about being called sick no. or anything? Oh no, gosh. you. If I'm sick, I'm sick, and I yeah, that same. is something I definitely have learned in my old age. Like sometimes you can literally just take like one day off, and you just do nothing. If you half rest, you're gonna be not any better. If you just twice as sick, yeah, yeah, twice as long. I mean, well, because I even like I had the flu. I don't know, two or three years ago, I was supposed to go to our friend Alicia's bachelorette party in Mexico. And we were supposed to leave like Thursday morning. And on Saturday night, I started to feel kind of icky. Sunday morning, I woke up like fever, chills, the whole nine yards. I went to the doctor and they were like, yeah, you have the flu. So I was like, I'm supposed to go to Mexico on Thursday. They're like, we don't think you're going anywhere on Thursday um, because you can't get on a flight unless – you basically are contagious until until your fever's been gone for 24 hours. And oh, okay. I j- literally just like slept and I felt terrible, but I just like slept and did nothing on Sunday, Monday. And Tuesday night, my fever broke and I went back to the doctor on Wednesday mm-hmm. and they were like, I don't actually know how you only had the flu for three days, but you are no longer contagious. And they gave me like a B12 shod just for like energy wow and i went to mexico and then you partied it up in mexico and you didn't like come home run down or something i mean i definitely didn't have as much energy in mexico as i think i would have 
not having just been sick, but it wasn't like detrimental. I didn't feel like I had to like hang right. back or whatever. Um, That's great. Yeah, it was great. But I really do do uh, think that it is underrated to just take the sick day. You know, if you have sick days, just take the sick day. Yeah. It's like really not worth it to try to power through. And yeah, or like even like working from home, like right. you're still trying to use your energy, yeah. your brain power. You just your, need to take yeah. the day off and just um, do it. My top tip um, and I used to, so I, um, had a roommate who was a flight attendant, um, in New Zealand and she recommended there's, I don't know what it would be called, um, in America, but it's called, um, it's the brand is bliss, B L I S one S, um, probiotic. Mm. And it's these little lozenges. You have to get them from the pharmacy though. You can't buy them at like the grocery store and you just let it like, you just basically let it like melt on your tongue. Um, and I think they're like vanilla flavored or something, so they're not bad, but she was, she swears by them. And she was like, all my flight attendant friends, like we have these, we always have these in our back pocket, like just in case, because you know, there's so many germs from like all different countries and stuff coming around. But the trick is the second you start to feel like you're getting sick, like, oh, hmm, got a little bit of a tickle. Yeah. Hmm. Feeling a little bit off. The second you feel like you're getting sick, you take the probiotic and you can take one, I think it's like every four hours if you feel like you're on the verge. Otherwise, you're not supposed to take it that frequently, I don't think. But um, those are miracle pills. I have started using mm. those. And I always have some on hand if I can. I The day that I was getting sick, I went back to my um, last week or whatever it was. I went back to my hotel and I didn't think I had any. And so I didn't take one until the next day. And I think that was the problem. Had I like gone home right after work and like... I was just kind of like lazy and I was like, oh, I don't think I have them with me. I don't feel like driving to a pharmacy. You know what I mean? And so I just didn't do it and I really wish I would have. But um, yes. So if maybe I can try to figure out like what they might be called in America. But I swear, like I used to get sick all the time, but I swear like the moment you kind of feel that tickle, like take it within an hour or two of that. And every time it has like nipped it in the bud, like you might still get a little bit, but I swear it's like gone within 24 hours or it just never actually gets bad. Yeah. That's the only thing I have that I feel like does that is if you have a sore throat, just gargle with salt water. Yeah, that's... Oh, you know, I know that like... Because I feel like the um, probiotic thing is a little bit like airborne. Airborne never Mm. worked for me. Yeah, me neither. Okay. Salt Uh, water gargle is a good idea too. Oh, yeah. It's very... It it will kill like anything down there. Um, If you find out what that thing is called, let us know because... I don't feel like unless unless it's airborne, um, I don't know what the equi- or emergency, but it's not because it's really not mostly vitamin C. It's some me. sort of probiotic. So I'll find out and I'll post it. Gotcha. Okay, sounds good. Coming your way, people. Watch you can't get it I'm in America, not. and I we start a black market um, trade for Bliss probiotics from <laughs> illegal drugs from New Zealand. Okay, now are you ready to talk about Rachel's sister? I'm ready. Okay. Hi, Jill. Oh. oh, my God, Jill. Oh, my God, Rachel. Oh, my God. Introduce <laughs> us. Um, so surprised to see you here. Yes. So, Reese Witherspoon. Enter Reese Witherspoon. I feel Reese. like the, the casting for Rachel's sisters was just perfect. And Christina Applegate and Reese Witherspoon both do this, like, spoiled bratty 
rich girl so well so well i love christina applegate too she's great yeah does reese witherspoon ever make us no christina applegate is appeared does two reese witherspoon just does the one yep that's right who's the one where it must be christina applegate when she's like yeah when she's like she was like i thought she was on atkins carbs founder carbs founder which they're talking about reese but they're talking about jill yeah okay so um so jill comes in i feel like reese witherspoon was in the special wasn't she she made a comment i just can't can't remember what it was she was talking about how excited she was to be on the show it was like her dream yeah Mm -hmm. um so well because now her and jennifer aniston work together all the time oh do they yeah they're on the morning show together um, you watch okay. the morning show? Ooh, no. So can good. you just help quickly explain to me what that is? The morning show? Yes. It's a TV show on Apple It's a TV. fictional TV show about yes. like Good Morning. Like it's, it's like a fictional like Today Show or Good Morning America. If I had to give you the potential. Yeah, it's fictional, but I think it is based on Matt Lauer's downfall. Oh. So... Steve Carell and Jennifer Aniston are morning show hosts and have been for years and years. And he gets sexual, I think sexual assault allegations. And basically they fire him immediately to do damage control. And they bring in Reese Witherspoon, who is like this young gun girl from like kind of like a small town, but she's got a lot of like – She's very direct. Um, she doesn't really like play by the rules necessarily. So Jennifer Aniston is like, well, because Jennifer Aniston is like very buttoned up, does things by the book, been doing this for a long time ah, kind of thing. Okay. And so Reese Witherspoon is like a little bit more off the cuff and they really clash. And so it's about, that's kind of like the, the entry to the show. Um, and they clash a lot. So, but it is so well done if you haven't watched it watch it season two is coming out sometime in the near future okay so there's only one season right now yes i think it's like eight or ten episode kind of thing and then is um steve carell obviously like still plays a role even though he's been fired yes yes it's really good and it's the first time i've ever seen steve carell as he's not the bad guy but he's not like the funny nice quirky guy Right. Um, I've never seen him as like a, like a meaner person, you know. So it's very interesting to yeah. see him in that way. I'm trying to think. He, in um in the way back, he doesn't play a mean person, but it's certainly he doesn't play as typical funny. He plays almost like a more of like a depressed character, I think. Mm. Um, but it is still he is still kind of like the quirky guy. Yeah, I would call this guy like. Very much like rich white guy, very aggressive, doesn't see that he's done anything wrong is kind of the Ah. attitude. So he's not very, he's not very likable, um, especially in the beginning. Okay. Which I feel like even though Steve, Steve Carell can play some like odd characters, he's usually likable in some way and it's, there's not much to like. So it's just very different. Um, It's really good though. Highly recommend. You said it's on Apple TV? It's on Apple TV, yeah. 
Okay. I think I was confused because I didn't know, like, is this a movie? Is this a show? Is it fictional? Mm. Is it a documentary? Like, I just wasn't sure what was going on. Yeah. It's fictional, but I would say it's kind of based on, like, the Today Show kind of thing. And all the the behind the scenes inner workings. Yeah. Really good. Definitely watch it. Well, you've you've heard it Sponsored by Apple TV. Highly recommend um, from Renee. Okay. Yeah. Look, I've heard a lot about it. I'm sure a lot of people... Um, that are listening watch it I just I don't know why sometimes the premise of things I'm like I don't understand (laughs) totally I get it sometimes it takes a lot to will me over the edge I actually didn't watch the morning show at first for some reason and somebody told me some sort of piece of information that changed my mind and I watched it and I loved it no I, I don't mean that like I was against watching it I mean that I was confused as to what it was oh gotcha I think because it just sounds like an actual show. And so I was like, in my brain, I was thinking the morning show is a show. But it, do you know what I'm saying? Oh, like you thought it was like a new Good Morning America. Yes. A new That's Today what show. I thought it was. Right. Yes. I think that's what I thought it was. And I was like, I don't want to watch that. <laughs> no, it is the was, 30 like, Rock like, to why SNL. Is it? Okay. Because I was like, yeah, then why is like Jennifer Aniston and Reese Witherspoon? Right. Yes, that's a good that's a good analogy. It's like 30 Rock, which because that's the thing as tricky as it's like it's satire it's it's satir- satirizing something mm-hmm. that is like a current events thing. And so how do you satirize like so SNL is already satirizing current events. And then this show is satirizing that, which is a bit meta. And so for the morning show, it's kind of the same thing, but it's like it's it's a show that's like yeah it's highly curated current events right and so then they're kind of giving a behind the scenes look at the curated version of current events it's very it's a little bit meta i don't know why i'm slow and having a hard time understanding it but thank you that analogy was very helpful yeah yeah it's just a dramatized version of maybe based on a little bit of a true story but probably not too much of a true story does that sometimes sound like stuff that you're just like do you know what i've watched enough current events and I don't need to watch a fictionalized version of current events yeah I understand hmm. it sounds it sounds interesting though anyway yeah. um maybe I just should just stop watching current events and only watch this maybe that's that sounds like a great idea that sounds better it does sound um, better <laughs> so so Jill is like I, and so I love when she, when Rachel's introducing her to everybody, and she's like, "This is Joey," and he's like, "How are you doing?" She's like, "Don't." <laughs> so yeah, we'll get back to that. But I think she's made it very clear how she feels about people hitting on and or dating her sister. <clears throat> yeah, I think that was obvious. Um, so Jill is like, "Daddy cut me off. I bought a boat," and this is something that's cut out um, of yeah, the script. But she's I know. like. What does she say? She's like, well, she was just really nice to me. And she said she liked my haircut. So I bought her a boat and a bunch of CDs or something. (laughs) Yeah. Well, she gave, she said she gave me all these CDs and she said I had a really cute haircut. (laughs) And she's like, you bought her a boat for that? And then somebody says, oh, Mm. your daddy didn't understand that. (laughs) Yeah. And daddy didn't understand that. And Chandler's like, boy, did we make friends with the wrong sister. (laughs) Um, so it is, it is, so he, you know, she's like, um, well, dad told me to come talk to you, the one daughter he's actually proud of, which that's sweet for Rachel. She's like, did you hear that? My dad's proud of me. And they're like, uh, Rachel, like task at hand. Um, so that's nice. Everybody likes to hear that their parents are proud of them. 
Yeah. Well, there's one other part they cut out when when Jill's like, what am I going to do? Dad told me to come here to learn from the one daughter dad's actually proud of. And Rachel's like, okay, so you're going to get a job. You're going to get an apartment. And you're going to live off the money that you earn. And oh, yeah. And she goes, like, I, know I know that's what you did. But that just doesn't sound like me. <laughs> yeah, that just doesn't sound like me. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that's right. I forgot about that part. But yeah, so she, so that's what Rachel says. Like, okay, look, she's like, you know, I had to do it when I first moved to New York. And it was hard, but I did it. And now dad's proud of me. Um, so she advises Jill, you need to go get a job. I can't imagine not having a job and never having had a job. So these are problems that I don't get, which I think is probably 99% of America. Yeah. Well, and I think even like, it sounds like Dr. Green has gotten himself into a predicament he never thought he was going to be in of having adult children he was supporting, you know? Sometimes I do think that these types of things, people have really good intentions of like just wanting to like be there for their kids and give them every opportunity and it spirals into them living off of you and not getting a job, yeah. you know? Yeah. I do think that a lot of it starts off with very good intentions um, and then it just never gets resolved. So um it is good intentions, and I get it. You want to provide for your family. Yeah. You want to give your children. You know, like that's why people work yeah. hard is to is to make a nice life for their families. And but then, yeah, yeah, there must be a fine balance there because you don't yeah. want them living off you. So no. anyway, um, <laughs> just being a socialite, I guess. Well, I mean, it's what their mom did. It's what Rachel was gonna do. Was just like live off of your dad until you go live off of your husband. Right. It is kind of what Christina Applegate planned to do, too, but we'll get there when we get there. <laughs> well, she's a decorator. <clears throat> well, I'm just kidding. That's her, I'm kidding. Yeah, was, I'm kidding. That's her fake rich lady job, right? <laughs> um, yes. So so Jill is like, okay, I'll do that. And, um, you know, Rachel's like, you can stay with me and Phoebe. Phoebe's like, oh, you can thank me. I like cars. Um, and so then... Um, Jill comes into the coffee shop with all of these bags and she's like, no, no, it's fine. It's all of this cool make it on my own stuff I bought, <laughs> which it's like, this, this is my, don't you want to rent me this apartment sweater? Oh no, no. Pants. These are those, please hire me sweater. And my, don't you want to rent me these apartment pants? <laughs> oh, bless. Which, is exactly what Rachel did when she first moved in with Monica as well. Yep. She went shopping and then they had to cut up all her credit cards. Although Jill has memorized the numbers. I used to have my credit card number memorized. Um, but then, you know, it's, you switch credit. I don't anymore is the point of yeah. that story. My credit card actually just got compromised. And when she said that, um, all I could think was, oh, I'm so jealous because now I have to memorize a whole new number. And I've had this number for so long that my card was actually just about to expire in January. Oh. So I've had it memorized a long time. And now i got to memorize another one. To be honest with you, I think I've saved myself a lot of money by not yeah, having my credit card memorized. True. I also saw this in a meme the other day. Um, it was Somebody was like, do not save your credit card 
in webs in any website. And he was like, yeah. I've saved myself thousands by not wanting to walk across the room. Um, it's the, it's true with like, so I'll say just for like the money savings, I don't, I have, I just stopped bothering with memorizing my credit card and I don't, and it's so like, it, it has saved me money because there are definitely things where I'm like, oh, I don't have my card with me. You know, I guess I can't buy that. Um, as far as like not saving your credit card in websites, I would be very, I used to be a cybersecurity consultant. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would be very hesitant saving your, the whole like, remember my details or save this card. Unless oh, it's like, yeah, unless it's like Amazon or something that you know is paying a lot of, and even Amazon's not, um, impenetrable but like does that website seem like they're paying a ton of money for security if it's just like etsy no or if it's like that's where my account got hacked was etsy see not this time not this time but a long time but before yeah Yeah. well mine got hacked on airbnb once which like you'd think that's pretty airtight but no so like i don't know i just I, I hate it that some places make you save your credit card. Like yeah. they don't really give you the option because to me that that is like personal details that I should not that I don't know. I just wish that everything was forced to use like a PayPal style or like a I know that they say it's secure, but it's like ra- random like small business website or whatever. Like I'm sorry, lovely wonderful people probably not paying a ton for cybersecurity. Yeah. So don't totally. don't save your credit cards, you guys. Just do not do it. Do you think um, that checking out as a guest is better? Because that's what I do whenever I have the option, other than like the Amazons. Yeah, so I'm that doesn't save that. That doesn't save your info. I do that some places, but I do know that they try to penalize you. Like they try to make it more appealing to have an account. Um, sure. Because with, with some places, like say you need to do a return, and if you've checked out as a guest, it might be a lot harder for them to like, well, we don't have this information say, or you know what I mean? Like, or mm-hmm. there's some places where that's bit me before and I can't remember specifically where, but if you don't have an account, it's a lot harder for them to like track and trace your movements. Although everybody should have like order confirmation numbers and all that stuff. Yeah. Um, to be honest with you, like I hate it that most websites make you have an account in order to check out because I'm like... I'm ordering a cake for my friend's birthday once. Like, I do not need to have an account with this website, but I know that they just do it because they want to have, like, customer data and, like, their, you know, newsletter, email address or whatever. But to me, like, that's another thing where I just wish I could go, like, I wish I could find a list of every single company that I've had to make an account with. Because, honestly, I think that's what is compromising our passwords because when you have to have passwords for such trivial garbage like of course you're going to type in something easy or you're going to type in something memorable because it's like why does this cake website need why do I have to have a password come on you know right yeah I'm with you so yeah I think I think doing the guest thing is probably good I I'm a big fan of like you know you can't avoid getting signed up for email marketing but right away I unsubscribe and I'm pretty mm-hmm. diligent about it so yeah. that I think I've said this before, like um, often f- the first of January, I'll just like spend the first five days of the new week that I'm working in my office. Like every morning I'll spend, I'll just unsubscribe from five email chains I no longer want to be on. Mm-hmm. And then by the end of the week, you've unsubscribed from 25 and then it's just maintenance from there. So yeah, it's pretty good. But yeah. 
Yeah, I'm a bit. I'm anyway. a big unsubscriber. It's also great to do around holidays, like Black Friday. You'll get a lot of emails. You're like, I didn't even know I was yeah. subscribed for this. Uh huh. Oh, thank mm-hmm. you. Unsub- like, what was it that whatever that like um, European like security thing when like every single company that had information oh, yeah. on you had to email you to tell you it was like, oh, good. But they often have an unsubscribe, but they don't have a like delete my account. And that's a lot yeah. more work and a lot more difficult. But I wish there was like a delete my account and like take my name out of your mouth. Like, forget you know me. That's what I want is forget like a- Forget you know me. <laughs> like, you don't know my name or email address any longer. That's like, I wish that there was that button, but I think the horse is bolted for, the, for that one. <laughs> anyway, this is not a cybersecurity podcast, but don't save your what? credit card info. Check out his guest. That's the accounting flair for today that you get. Um, so- so Rachel walks in. Jill, did you shop? And no. she's like, "No, they did." And they love Ross and Phoebe. I we know. went shopping. It's so funny. <laughs> we went shopping. Oh, they're so funny. Uh, so who do you like better? Who's who's Phoebe or Ross? Um, I actually like Phoebe's more because I love how she like uh makes herself look credible by questioning that Rachel's never heard of it, the apartment pants. Yes. yes. It's such a good move. What, you've never heard of them? Instead of being like, um, um, <laughs> you yeah. turn it back She's around like, on them. Well, these are apartment pants. <laughs> Obviously, you've heard of these. Like, good one. Of course, of course and, I've know, heard of Rachel's them. Rachel's like, yeah. I'm in fashion. Of course I've heard of them. <laughs> it made me think of, have you ever seen those um, segments? I think it's Jimmy Kimmel. And they go to like Coachella yes. and ask people about bands or like Fashion Week and ask about designers. Lie Witness News is what it's called. It's so funny. Yes, it is funny when they're like. so afraid of not knowing what they're talking about that they just go with whatever nonsense is brought up. <laughs> um, yes. And so then Ross with the pashmina, he's like, I bought this. And she's like, a pashmina? What is that? And he's like, a rug. And she's like, all right, Jill, these are yours. I'm taking all this stuff away from you, and I'm going to keep it. Yeah. Oh, that's right. She does the fake crying. I'm um, sorry, Rachel. She's like, okay. And she's like, okay, yes, I am fake crying, but I am sorry. And she's like, that's all right. One little setback. Just don't do it again. So she takes all this stuff. Um, but then Ross is like, yeah, she got everything Ooh. except this little blue one. <laughs> the <laughs> Tiffany's that's box. That's the best one. Yeah. Um, which reminds me, I have never bought anything from Tiffany's. Have you? I have never bought anything from Tiffany's, but I have been gifted something from Tiffany's. Oh, did I make friends with the because wrong I'm people? a fancy you lady. You gifted me anything from Tiffany's. <laughs> Was that um, like from Matt? No. Gosh, no. Um... I got the people that I used to nanny for senior year of college. Um, and by nanny for, I mean drive their preteens to their, their friends' houses. Children. Yeah. Yeah. Basically just chauffeured their children around and got paid obscene amounts of money. Um, for graduation, they gave me a Tiffany's. It was like a silver cuff with a heart in the middle as like the clasp and a diamond in it. Whoa. And it's so fancy. A- and. It's a pretty it's like, big gift. Oh, it was a huge gift. It was like $800. I looked it up. Dang. And I should have sold it because I wore it exactly one time. And that was when we went on our cruise right after college. 
Oh, I yeah. I brought it because we just graduated. And I wore it to our formal night. And then I was like, where else am I ever going to wear this? It's just not. I am not this fancy of a person. Um, and so I it had it. stolen? It did get stolen when my house got broken into. So now someone yeah. else is wearing it, I'm guessing. And I had actually taken it in to there's like a tiffany store in the mall here and i had taken it in there because they'll clean it for free and i had gotten it cleaned and i asked them about selling it and they're like yeah like we'll you know resell it for you they take like a commission and at the time i wanted to make more money off of it because i was like but But you would have gotten insurance money for it though right well that's the funny thing about insurance folks check your policies is that jewelry is often insured separately and capped at a certain amount. Jewelry's what? Jewelry is um, supposed to be, depending on your insurance policy, most homeowners insurances have a cap on how much you can be reimbursed for jewelry. And did did you have jewelry worth over the cap? Well, the cap was like $1,000. And so oh. Matt had all his watches stolen, which individually were not expensive, but there were probably like 10 of them, and they were probably at least $100 each. And then I had a ring that my grandmother gave me, once again, not crazy expensive, but, you know, a, a few more of yeah. those things added up, and we were capped out. So, like, my my wedding ring has always been insured separately and will always be insured uh, separately. It's like an add-on Cash insurance is such a scam. It's like, we'll insure yeah. you, but then when you actually need it, we will not insure yeah. you. But thanks I mean, for all the premiums you've paid this whole time. everything else we got stolen, we were able to be have replaced. Like, I had an iPod stolen. It was like the first iPod. I don't even know that it turned on anymore, but because they can't be like, we'll go find the old iPod, I got to buy a brand new iPod. And were they, they still even it. selling iPods back then? They were. And we bought them and then gave them to our nieces and nephews because we got like three stolen because we just had, you know, discarded electronics. Right. So, you know, in a way, some of that stuff, like, we shouldn't have gotten brand We didn't need brand new ones. But, right, okay. I see. So, so it I sort feel of like came it kind of bounced. Yeah, but I think it is because, like, if you think about it, if someone broke in and just stole my engagement ring, that would be so much more expensive than stealing an ipod or you know i don't know what else they didn't get much from us because we don't just have like other than that tiffany's bracelet (laughs) i guess it mostly was jewelry and like small electronics that they stole but um um have you ever had any other tiffany's gifts or was that the only one that was the only one i think that is so fancy i'm wondering if like she was gifted that and just didn't want it because no, they were could just you imagine so going loaded. out and buying your babysitter an $800 present? If I lived on That's Palm bananas. Beach. That's bananas. Yes. They should have they just given you $100. All my, I know. They also paid for all my gas, even if I wasn't driving for them. <clears throat> um, they paid me $25 an hour to drop their kid off and be on call. So I would like drive him 20 minutes, do whatever I wanted for four hours, pick him up and drive him back and get paid for five hours. Oh, that's good. I didn't realize that because I do remember like we'd all be out and you'd get a phone call and and you'd be like, I have to go. And it did suck because it was like, okay, well, Renee can never 
like you had to always drive separately from yep. us um, because at any point you could be like summoned. Yep. You like there was I remember there was like tons of times where you were like, OK, I'm going to drop him off. He's going to watch a movie. So I've got probably like two and a half hours. Yep. And then he'd call and be like, this sucks. I want to go home. And you're like, all right, never mind. I got to go pick up this monster of a child. So it was like. Yeah, you, you like your life was not your own on those nights. So it is good that you got paid for the whole time because you couldn't yeah, really but even plan stuff. Otherwise, I would have been pay- getting paid $10 an hour while a newborn was sleeping. And I really right. couldn't do anything other than sure. watch a movie. Yeah. So it actually was, even though, yeah, it was a little bit of like, I don't know how long I'll be able to stay or, you know, things like that. It was, I mean, I made more money and I still got to do some fun stuff when I could have just been stuck at someone's house, you know? So, Not too shabby for it a was. Day. It really was like one of the best jobs ever. Um, and they handsomely rewarded me for it, even though it was not hard. Uh yeah, I mean, we have a Tiffany store here that's like, well, it's not new anymore. It's been there for a few years. I've just, I'm never, I'm not really into jewelry that much, yeah. and so I guess that's one of those things that I just always thought was like way upmarked. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so I was like, just, and I'm also not into designer stuff. Like, I actually like purposely don't buy designer bags because I also feel like you're more of a target if you've got like a really nice purse. Like, mm-hmm. people would want to steal that more so than my like unnamed nondescript leather bag um so i've never but now i'm kind of like ooh, do i want to go look at tiffany's i don't think i do right no i don't think i do i mean it's all very pretty but you know like my friend she was like yeah my her husband got her she wanted she's like a very like simple person um as far as like style goes and so she's like she wanted a nice pair of earrings because she's just like, I just want to wear them every day. I don't want to have a bunch of pairs. I don't want to pick them out. I just want to wear the same pair. And she told her husband that. And she's like, he bought me diamond earrings from Tiffany's. I don't know why he didn't just go to like Nordstrom Rack and get me a pair of diamond studs, you know, for like 50 bucks. <laughs> like real but, diamond or like cubic zirconia? Well, she wanted real diamonds because she wanted to have them forever so i'm sure they would have been a little bit more than 50 bucks but they were definitely more because he got them from tiffany's and she's like because they were tiffany's right he did that but you know marketing has worked and i was about to say because marketing is also for men sometimes oh yeah and he's been convinced that if he's going to get her something nice which is very sweet of him that he wanted to do something nice for her it's it's very sweet Um, you know it is a double-edged sword because like we've got um a friend who's a couple and the girl she likes designer things she likes nice stuff she's got Mm. expensive tastes and he is like incredibly frugal um he also likes nice things like like if he wants something he wants it to be like good quality Mm -hmm. um but he's not he doesn't buy like designer stuff does that make sense like i think she's a little bit more wooed by the like luxury of it and he's just kind of like well this is expensive but it's because it's like awesome craftsmanship or whatever um right so when they got married he bought her wedding ring from like a pawn shop or something like that it's a really pretty ring like it's a gorgeous wedding ring but like he was bragging about like how cheap like what a discount it was and all this type of stuff and i just felt bad because i was like 
I know that you're so excited about that, but that's like the opposite of her. Like she probably would have wanted a Tiffany's ring. Do you know what I mean? Like just because the fact that it was Tiffany's or like maybe not, but like that kind of example. Because I was like, good on you. Like, you know, if I was going to have a wedding ring, I, I don't need it to be like, oh, it's from Michael Hill or whatever, Neil Lane diamond jeweler from The Bachelor. Like... That's great. Like, let's get one that, you know, let's get one that's actually like a discount. But um, you don't necessarily want your, want the person that bought it for you to be like, guess how cheap it was. <laughs> right. That's true. Even though I would much rather hear, I would rather hear of the good deal that you got rather than how much money you wasted. Yeah. I just, um, man, rings and diamonds and stuff can cost a lot of money. A right. lot, a lot of money. And I'm like, that could oh, yeah. be the entire wedding or like a yeah. house deposit. Anyway, to each their own. Um, so this kicks off a little bit of a problem. So who, okay, I didn't rewind it and go back and rewatch this part, but I do want to ask the question. So, so, so Ross says she got him all but the little blue one. Jill says that's the best one. And then Jill's like, oh my gosh, that was so lame how you were like, a pashmina could like a pashmina could ever be a rug. And he's like, oh, what about you with the crying? And then she's like, oh, stop it, and hits him. And then Phoebe's just like, yeah, I'm going to sit in between so you both stop it. Yes, you both <laughs> stop it. So they start flirting. Do you feel like one person initiates the flirting? Um... I think Jill kind of does, but I think it's more that Ross kind of not saved her, but you know, kind of like, yeah, kind of like saved her bacon a little bit, you know? So I think she just is, I think that it's probably opened up a reason for them to like be chatty and friendly where they didn't really have one before. I don't know. Like, I don't inherently think that she is trying to flirt with him. And I don't inherently think that he is trying to flirt with her. I think that it just kind of like the opportunity, I don't know, the opportunity presented itself kind of thing. Does that make sense? Um, uh, I hear what you're saying and I know that that's the thing people say, but knowing me and how I flirt, <laughs> I find it very hard to, do you know what I mean? Like yeah. that was always the thing for me that it was like, opportunities were not just presenting themselves where I was like, but the next thing we knew, well, not to my (laughs) mind. So I would say it's almost more like because Ross hid the little blue one. Did a nice thing for her. He did a nice thing. It was kind of like this icebreaker. Um, Yeah, I think it was just more like an icebreaker. And so... I definitely think that she kind of kicked off the flirting because she's the one that like gives him a playful shove. But I think you're right. I don't think she's like, he's so cute and I'm going to, you know what I mean? Like, I think she just like, that's probably just how she interacts with men. Um, You know, or like men, she like, okay, I've been accused and, and I fairly could be accused of flirting with guys that I'm not interested in, but it's because I'm comfortable around them. And so... Because I'm comfortable around them, I do things like touch their arm or like laugh extra loud or am charmed by them. But like it's a little bit of a bizarro backwards world for me. So let's not use me as the um, template here. But like 
I think that maybe like, yeah, he did break the ice. So Jill did feel comfortable. And like, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that every time you touch somebody's arm, you're like kicking off this flirty relationship because I do that a lot to people. It's just, you know, it just it feels familiar and it feels like, you know, somebody that you kind of feel akin to. You just give their arm a little touch or whatever. But yeah, I I do kind of think that's what sort of maybe breached it. And then he kind of sees it as like, you know, I think you're right. They both just get a little swept away in the like fun, silly, like shared moment. Yeah. I don't, I really don't think it's, I don't think it means anything. And, um, but it is, I do think it's, sorry, you go. Well, I was just going to say, like, even when Rachel asks Jill, she's like, no, no. Like, I wasn't even thinking that. Yeah. So, and then Ross says the same thing. Do you think it's good that Phoebe went and told Rachel? I don't really know because I know that. I know that her intentions were really good, but it like it just makes Rachel spiral and I feel bad for her. Um, I know that she is like she is being selfish because she's like, this is weird for me. Um, But I don't honestly know what I would do in a situation like that. You know, like that is such uncharted territory that I don't even there is no playbook there and there is no like right way to handle it, I guess, because she like I don't think it's the right thing to just be like, well, it's fine. And then secretly harbor negative feelings, you know. Yeah. Um, I think it is better to say something, but I know she tries to play it cool <laughs> and it doesn't work. <laughs> so but- I think it's, yeah, like I I respect Phoebe for just being like, hey, I saw something and I want to let you know because it's the right thing to do. Because like, I think you're right that it might not have gone anywhere. But like now that they do have like this little like, who knows, maybe that's, maybe they would have kept flirting and something like that would have just made Phoebe feel really uncomfortable and it might not have gone into anything but I certainly wouldn't have wanted to sit by and watch that and feel like I was like keeping it from my friend right I think that's Um, the thing is she didn't want to be like oh yeah I did notice that whoops guess I should have said yeah or like totally have to tell her when it's like too late because it's like you know the flirting is building up and now you know or whatever and like she can see it happening um I totally understand why Rachel freaks out. I mean, her mind does jump to like the farthest conclusion with like, oh my gosh, they're going to get married. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I would not at all be okay with that if I was Rachel. I 100% think she has every right to not be comfortable with that because it's not just like, oh, it's a guy I like went on a couple dates with and like a few years ago, whatever, get over it. And it's also not like, she knows that this is not a thing. You know what I mean? Like, this is not yeah. something that's, like, actually going to work out. But I think the problem here is that, like, I could have this conversation with my sister. And I hope and I think that she would respect my feelings if I was yeah. just like, hey, I'm not keeping you from everybody. But just, like, this is super, super weird for me. Like, yeah. I don't know. I would hope that she would respect that. But obviously, Jill and Rachel do not have that type of relationship Um, and, and I guess, you know, that's why Rachel does just try to play it cool because she knows that like, you know, she knows how things are amongst her sisters and she's 
she does say it. She's like, well, you know, I don't own Ross. He can date whoever he wants. And Jill's a grown woman. She can do whatever she wants. And so she doesn't really see this as her right. But I think that's where I think she does have a right to say, I'm not going to lay claim to everybody in the world. But like this is this. I'm, yeah. I'm just not OK with this. Well, and I think what happens, though, is it kind of bites her in the butt when she's like, Phoebe said she saw you guys flirting. And and Jill's like, no, no. He's not the kind of guy I yeah, date. Well, oh my gosh, okay, yeah. So she should have <laughs> stopped and left it. She totally pushed Jill. Unless, do you think Jill did that to manipulate Rachel no. into giving her the green light? I don't. really okay. don't. I think that they were both being honest about how they felt, but Rachel took Jill's difference to Ross as a dig as like on attack. her taste. Yeah. And so then she's like, wait, what's wrong with Ross, what do you, you don't like kind, consider a good kisser, like those aren't Handsome. on your list, you know, yeah. <laughs> like you don't like, you don't want to date that. And so Jill's like, okay, fine. Maybe you're right. Maybe I should, you know, go with somebody who's not my, you know, and Rachel's like, oh crap. Oh crap. Yeah. And I think that's part yeah, of the, yeah. the other part of the problem with telling them not to date is that like, if you look at the uh, facts here, if we look at the receipts, Rachel kind of told her she should date Ross even though that's not what she was actually trying to get at. Well, she totally, she pushed him. She pushed her into it. She did. But it's not what she actually, when she was doing it, she was just more so trying to save face. I don't think she wanted Ross to date her sister. But um, then once she was in, she was like, oh, crap. It's too late. Like, I've basically told them to go on a date. Well, yeah, because then Ross comes in and he's like, I was never going to date her. Yeah. But then she said that you wanted us to. And like, that's so cool of you, Rach. (laughs) Wish I had a brother to reciprocate. If you ever want to date Monica. (laughs) Yeah. And then at that point, she can't be like, no. I mean, she could have. But I guess she just she's I I give her kudos for trying to be cool with it. Because it is one of those things that sometimes you think, I'm just overreacting. I need to get over this. Right. And you don't know until it happens that you're like, nope. I can't get over this. This is a problem. So anyway, so she tries to be cool. They and so, yeah, so Jill comes down to the coffee house in this like leather outfit where she's like, it's kind of slutty. And Jill's like, yeah, it's yours. And she's like, well, yeah. And she's like, I'm a slut. And Jill goes, me too. And I'm like, oh, no. I love that scene so much. (laughs) They just play it so well off of each other. And like just the concern on Rachel's face and like Jill's just like willful ignorance and Ross just such a dummy just being stuck right in the middle of it. So they go on the date. Um, Rachel comes over to Chandler and Monica's apartment to stare into Ross's apartment and watch. Um, And and yeah, so she's like. She's like, what are you guys doing? Oh, we've got some vapor rub in some places. But she's like, you know, um, Chandler and Monica are like, don't worry, nothing's going to happen. And then, like, Ross pulls the blinds closed. Ay, ay, ay. Yeah. And that's the last thing we see. And I totally forgot that this was a to be continued. To be continued. Rumor has it the drapes were closed. Oh, poor Rachel. I know. I'm surprised she didn't, like, go over there to borrow something. You know what I mean? Oh, that's a good idea. I didn't even think about that. Well, I did because I'm the (laughs) best at the non-romantic situation. See, this is where I shine. where you shine. This is where I shine. You want something cock-blocked? You call Ashley. 
call Ashley and she's going to get right on it. That's where I have all the good uh, good advice and info. Yeah, so she does not. Uh, we see the blind shot and we see it to be continued. To be continued. Man. Okay, Oof. so I guess technically Reese Witherspoon is in two episodes. They're just back to back. Technically what? Reese Witherspoon is in two episodes. They're just back to back. Oh, yeah. Oh, good point. Yeah. <laughs> Great, great point, Meg. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yes, bravo, that's, bravo. That's very true. bravo, Meg. That's very true. Good point. I I didn't think about that, but yeah, you're right. So okay, well, look, we're gonna leave it there, and we are gonna pick it up next time, mm-hmm. um, episode fourteen, the one where Chandler can't cry, and we'll find <laughs> out what happens. Rumor has it that the blinds were closed. All right, we'll see you guys then. Bye. Thanks for joining. Bye. Bye.